Hey out there people, this is Coach EJ, or Eric Johnson, you might say, the brand. Hey guys, this is Coach Aaron, the source. What's cooking, EJ? Hey man, we got a lot of things out there coming up, man. We've got, uh, you know, check us out on YouTube, Aaron, right? I mean, this is our, yeah. know, our new mediums that we're, we've are we been using, but we want to make sure people know that we're out there on YouTube also instead of listening to it on the website or whatsoever, right? Yeah, guys, we're actually, um, I'm, I'm loading up season one. I've got some of the season two up there. And then, uh, you know, next year we'll be having season three. That's over a hundred episodes that are going to be viewable on YouTube. So if you like looking at our ugly mugs or, <laughs> or, or right. some kind of, uh, I don't know, treasure hunt to see what's behind me on my wall. And right. this album cover here that sometimes <laughs> changes. Uh, make it a game you want to do that um, check us out just a different medium that you might like hey what else we got coming up anything else new on you know on our front anyway uh Aaron, you know we, we got a new series coming up man yeah uh, champions are built um that should launch next year we've really compiled some great talks and interviews uh people like alan jager andre ward uh, we'll have uh, Andre Berto, another fighter. We've got Doug Gardner, our mental uh, professional. Oh man, I mean, we've got Vita Blue. We got Vita Blue. Vita Blue. Man. Vita Blue man. Uh, Anthony Miller, Miller, former NFL uh, wide receiver. So we've got some really good guests coming up, guys. So look for it. Stay tuned. Get on our, I guess you call it our feed. That's right. And uh, this way you won't miss anything. Right. The brand and the source. Check us out, please. Today's subject, guys, arm management. Uh, It's a pretty broad subject, so we'll see where this takes us. But I think it's it's pertinent now because a lot of guys, you know, are shut down, but they're they're going to be starting to throw. They're going to be starting to, you know, work on their arms because the spring is just around the corner, guys. And so, you know, let's just see where it goes. I mean, we're gonna, we can talk about all of it. Hey, long toss, recovery, pitch counts. So let's let's see what we can cover today. Let's dive into it because Aaron, I tell you, there's six weeks out from, you know, high school tryouts, man. Six and a half weeks when you look at it and you're talking about everybody starting up again. You got position players, you got the pitchers, you know, you got position specific throwing for uh, the guys who pitch on the mound, catchers, infielders, outfielders. You have a lot of sore arms this time. And then we're talking about, you know, restarting. I, I always like to say reshuffling. Okay. And a lot, a lot of guys are, you know, there's going to be some tournaments coming up. I mean, guys trying to get ready for high school and there's baseball being played right now. I mean, we start next week um, back into after coming off a eight week break, you know, because, you know, if you're talking about arm management for a pitcher and taking breaks, it's critical. It's critical in their development to gain velocity. It's critical for their health. It's critical for their uh, arm strength and their overall body strength um, and, and doing that. So there's a lot going on in the next six weeks to get them amped up. And I think this is a, a very important period. But if you were looking over a long year, you know, having the correct amount of rest for a pitcher or any position players, players need to be shut down. Number one, the first thing I want to say about arm management, Aaron, 
if players, whether a position player or a pitcher, they need to stop playing baseball somewhere and get the proper rest on their body, but their arm. They're throwing every day, man. And there's got to be some like fatigue factor and there needs to be some sort of, uh, you know, understanding how that arm needs to heal, recover and strengthen for the upcoming season. That's why I'm going to throw out there right away, Aaron. Right. Well, you know, let's start there. I mean, we're, we're six weeks out. And, and so what should that look like for these guys at this point? What should they be doing? What should they not be doing? What should they start doing? I mean, you know, give me your thoughts on that. I mean, right now, you know, athletes are six weeks out. But hopefully they've shut down. So now we're at the point where, hey, you've got to start to ramp up. But what do you do? So you talk about it from the, uh, the throwing side. And then I'm going to throw my two cents in from the maybe the training side. I love that. So... Um, I always have kind of the you know position players and pitchers on a different pit, on a different throwing schedule, and for my position players, uh, initially going out um, besides doing their band work and doing all the other exercising to do before they start throwing the ball, I, I start them out on what I call a really a, on one knee, and then I get them into a 30, 60, 90, 120 routine the first six practices and then after the sixth practice I see how they're feeling and they start to go out further 150 175 200 and I, I ease into that program for my position players okay pitchers a little bit different I won't let them go so far out right away um, they may be hey listen they, they've just started playing catch like they've been on the longest rest period so you're just starting playing catch you know 30 60 90 100 110 right there how you feeling good i like it okay next day let's flat ground <laughs> okay a day from now let's flat ground let's recover see how we're feeling right. so each day i have to ask each player and each pitcher how are you feeling and then the program is really built on how their health is because there are some guys who've been training in the gym and some guys that haven't trained as much so their fatigue factor or their ability to be injured could be greater than those who have trained consistently so you know i think it's an ebb and flow for each player individually and i think pitchers are on a different throwing program then then position players because i have my pitchers do more drills pitching drills off the mound dry drills balance drills launch to finish drills all kinds of things to help them with their mechanics and i try to get those guys to do it off the mound aaron it's a little bit different most people say i just go to flat ground and do it i'm trying to get them to do their drills on the mound or against a fence or something to where they can build some sort of you know endurance and build some sort of thing so i think it's different when you start off in this six period period i think it's different for uh, position players and pitchers and i just want to clarify because you use the term 30 60 90 and what he's meaning is feet right not throws understand he's he's talking the distance that uh, an athlete is throwing so let me look at it from from this standpoint and because I have the luxury of having most of my kids year round. 
Right. You no, know? and so they're with me in season and off season. So my my core uh, of, of pitchers and throwers are usually always in tune with me. So I'm always kind of in tune with what they got. But let's just say I get the hypothetical kid that comes in right now. Okay. And has six weeks. Okay. Generally, what I like to do, if you can try and get yourself some kind of an assessment, or at least if you come in and see a trainer, tell him what your your throwing history has been for the past six months. And then recently, you know, what you have been doing or what you haven't been doing. I think that's going to help a trainer. So I'll usually ask, you know, that sort of question first. Uh, But then I like to first get an athlete what I call back to zero. In other words, what I'm looking for is is making sure they've got the right mobility, range of motion, flexibility in in the arm, in the shoulder, in the elbow, in the wrist, so that there's not any tightness or any impingements or any uh, abbreviated range of motion that is going to affect their throwing mechanics in an, definitely in a negative way. Uh, that also will help, it'll help the athlete throw or be more efficient, I think, in their throwing as well, because things will be moving a lot more fluidly. So I'm, I'm trying to create an environment, at least in the arm, where things are in harmony. There's, there's not the imbalances. Maybe if a kid's been saying, oh yeah, I stopped throwing, but I've been doing, you know, curls all summer, <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay, that could be a problem, you know? That could be because he wanted to get bigger. You know? Right, he wanted to look good. Because they, you know, they don't know. So, right. you know, I, I think even if you don't go to trainer, but just kind of thinking back on your history and saying, hey, okay, what did I do recently if I've been working out that might affect my throwing? Right, right. And so, again, starting with a good, again, mobility, flexibility program is is probably the first point uh, of uh, a contention that I'm going to look at. After that, then I'll probably want to establish what I call flow, okay? And that's not just throwing exercises, but it's just like pulling and pushing exercises, getting everything, the sequencing of the muscles firing correctly, getting them all to work again in harmony. Right. And, and, and during that time, you're, you're building some strength, but you're not necessarily trying to build strength. You're just trying to make sure the complete function of your arm is there. And you're not feeling, you know, a twinge when I throw a ball backwards this way, or, or when I move my arm this way, I'm not feeling right. a little pinch here. Um, but just having that whole, 360 spirit, you know, wherever I move my arm, hey, it feels great. Right. Um, that that would probably be the next point. Then from there, you can start to build some strength. And some of these things, you know, you just can't, you may not be able to segment one to the next to the next. Right. They, they're going to kind of mesh together. And then from there, you can start to say, okay, let's build some strength and endurance. I'm bigger on endurance than I am on strength. I think as you build your endurance, the strength kind of comes. So I'm, I'm not that big on, on just saying, okay, I got to get my arms stronger. I think as you, you, you kind of backdoor into the strength when you do the, the endurance work. Right. Uh, but if you have some weaknesses, you can kind of specifically address those. And then when those things are all feeling good, then you can say, okay, you know what? Now I want to work on velo. 
and then maybe you start to add different modalities that you want to do for your velo, whether it's banding, whether it's plyo balls, that sort of thing. Six weeks is a very short time to kind of short period. put all of that in. But those are at least the components that an athlete should have. And don't be afraid, you know, I would say, don't be afraid to try and, in other words, don't press to get there just before, just because the beginning of spring is here. You may have to transition that through another three, four weeks into the beginning of the season, you know, to make sure you've got a healthy, strong arm. So now you're not just working six weeks, but now you got 10 or 12 in the books. And that I'd feel a lot more comfortable with than six weeks. Well, Aaron, I will say this is that uh, I like what you say, because, you know, if you look at a major league pitcher and they go to spring training, it's usually, you know, spring training these days is probably six, seven weeks. Um, the guys that come, come to camp in shape now. Mm-hmm. The smart ones are. Yeah, they come in shape. And so by the time they get to that sixth week, they're really on a 10-week program. They've been throwing a month prior to exactly. bullpens and stuff, which is, I think, correct for a pitcher. Um, even the position player. And I think, you know, a lot of our high school viewers out there lose sight of that because they want to get out there and do well right away mm-hmm. after that six-week period. And they go in the game in the seventh week and they're throwing 90 pitches. We know the arm's not ready for that right. at that time of the year. And I think it's important for them to understand that they don't need to have their top velocity right from day one they're not they're not you just your arm is not conditioned it's been laying off there needs to be arm strength naturally built now people never talk about that aaron they always talk about oh yeah i lifted weights and (laughs) yeah i I did i I went here and i did these uh weighted balls and i did throws this way and i did deceleration deceleration okay that's nice i agree with that but there's a thing called natural arm movement in the process. Exactly. And exactly. the strength and gaining it through pitches being thrown and recovering and getting stronger, that's going to get you ready for your season also. And people forget about that. They forget that it takes time for that arm to gain some strength when you start out. It's Remember, it's been in hibernation. Right. Right? Yeah. Now, yeah, and, and, and I guess just to, to backtrack a little bit, all of what I was talking about basically goes in conjunction with the throwing program. Right. So it's, it, what, well, the things I'm talking about don't happen in isolation. It actually will, will go in conjunction with like what you were talking about, 30, 60, 90, or long toss, or you know, some other kind of um, throwing program that the, you, you, you're working with both of those things together. They're right. not just, you know, you're not just working in a bubble one, you know, one or one side or the other, because you're right. You have to condition the arm to the activity that it's going to be doing. And, you know, there's only so much you can get done in the weight room with bands, with plyo balls, all that. And, right. and, and that, and the throwing is what is the glue that brings all that stuff together. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. It's true. You know? And that's what, it's the same thing with, what I talk about with movement with athletes and they say, well, Hey, how come you always have a sprinting? Because that's the glue that brings a lot of those other things 
together. That's why you're gonna jump farther. That's why you're gonna throw harder. That's why you're gonna you're gonna cut better. And and so I I, I think I see throwing as the same way. I just do. Right. right. You know, I, I always marvel when I see you at work with your athletes and in the in the facility, in the gym, in the training grounds, is that um, you have them run a sprint. You have them run sprints in their workouts. It's, it's the glue you said, and and I understand that. And I think a lot of times, you know, um, if you're looking at arm management, and you know, I don't send my guys out for okay. I want you to go run five miles, <laughs> you know, because as you know, when they throw a pitch, it's not all about running five miles. Exactly, you know, part of conditioning, um, but. I have my guys go out and run sprints. That's part of this arm management is to run sprints. You know, I want them to go run sprints and be dynamic and explosive. Yeah. And that's part of, of uh, recovery. It's part of dynamic stuff they need to do off the mound. Um, but I think it's so important when they're pitching. Position players, same thing. You know, it's, it's, it's understanding their arms. They're going to make so many throws. In practice, when they start off, I want them to throw the ball across the diamond, the infielders. I want them to throw a short throw to second base. I want my catcher to throw the bases. And I want my outfielders to throw um, and hit the Kaufman the first week to 10 days and work on getting that arm stronger. So when I say go ahead the second week, you know, how do you feel now? Open up a little bit, you know? But, you know, that's after like six, seven practices, Aaron. That's a Hitchcock man. That's all I want you to do. Let's get your technique right. Hitchcock man. So we can get that arm strength there so you can cut the ball loose. Not 100%. Well, you know, here's here's a thought. And like I said, yeah, I played baseball, but I just played baseball. I never learned the sport of baseball. <laughs> and, and so just when you're, you're talking there, something comes to mind. Because, again, I know with pitchers, I, I, I do a lot of work with pitchers just right. like 25 years. So I really understand that. And it just dawned on me with position players and how you were talking about, you know, hitting the cutoff man and, and you know, throwing across the diamond and that sort of thing. Um, do you put together programs, you know, for, again, you've got 30, 60, 90 for the general right development of the arm right but throwing. do you have specific throwing programs for your position players where maybe they're doing i don't know throwing a ball off of a wall or throwing a ball off a bounce back and only doing that that short flip you know so maybe they've got 30 flips and maybe they've got 30 you right. know uh three quarters arm slots and going right. through the different arm slots and the different distances that they've got to navigate when they get into play. So that way, you know, because the guy is always throwing like this, right? Isn't necessarily gonna be ready to throw like this right. when they gotta turn. You understand what I'm saying? And I know Absolutely. I've seen you do that in yeah. our athletic infielder classes. Right. You go right. through those. Do you right. actually have an off-season or preseason program where you've got, okay, these are types of throws I need you to be able to make to make master you know and right. that way they condition the arm to those movements before they get to the season well actually I do because when we go out and we start whether it's infielders or outfielders or doing drill work um everything's set up 
for that week the two weeks like okay what are we gonna do on tuesday we're gonna do this many throws the first base and this many throws the second base and we've got you know what kind of arming are we gonna throw to me and so many balls to your left so many balls to your right and so many balls are you got to come forward so as you do those different balls there are different arm angles that are being taught and they have to use so you have to be smart when you write your practice plan that hey listen we're not doing it every day we're doing it so many days a week just to get that arm ready you know so they can make that if i did that every day to them or i did too many of those throws the arm is, is not going to heal the arm's going to get sore and when i i, I really believe this Aaron, because we haven't talked about soreness of the arm yet but when a player gets sore and they can have a major setback that can put them back to square one just after the first two or three days of coming back into play, they're starting all over again when their arm comes back. It's not like, okay, I can go right to where everybody else is. No, right, right. you got to treat that a little bit differently than a player that has already had four to five practices. You know, if that person hurt their arm the first day, then they're set back. Yes, restart. Restart the clock again. So um, you got to be careful. With that. You got to be smart about that when you practice as a coach. And I, I tell players out there, if parents are you listening, you know, there needs to be a regimen when they go out there. It's just not, not a free for all. Oh, I can't wait to get out there. Let's go. And it's full bore. Let's go do that. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm hurt. And next thing you know, I got to go to the doctor. And my elbows bothering me, my shoulders bothering me. And hey, I got tendonitis and tendonitis for me is two weeks minimum. That's to get help. That is to get all that atrophy out of there. It's two weeks and you gotta start over again throwing. That's four weeks, man. Four weeks, once you have 10 nights, four weeks. That's how I always look at it. Before you can kind of get back to some sort of normalcy back in playing. So I think it's kind of wise to understand that uh, when you start a arm management, and we're talking about this arm management, there it's different for pitchers and it's different position players. Understand what kind of throws you're gonna be making, how many pitches you're gonna make off the mound, how many long toss throws you're making, catchers being cognizant of that kind of stuff too. Uh, and that's a big position too, because they throw a lot. So being smart, understanding arm management, Aaron, that's yeah. what it's all about, my man. And I think you, again, you always have, there's always one word that encapsulates what we want to do. And you said it, regimen, start a regimen. You got six weeks. All right, out there. Hey, <laughs> Aaron, great talk today, man. This is coach EJ, Eric Johnson, the brand. Coach Aaron, the source. We'll see you.